T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning, good weekend, happy Veterans Day. Curtis, welcome, my friend. Hello, Ken, how are you? Great to see you yesterday at our Lunch with a Hero event. How did you? How was it? Malden, God, just draw a blank. Yeah. I am getting old. I, 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 I had I a Greg been, Hill moment. I am, uh, the morning, as you know, ages you about ten times, and um, it's not... <laughs> I, I was thinking about this yesterday. Big news yesterday. The rival radio show in the morning is breaking up. Good news for us. And um, if you haven't been listening to the Reg Hill show, you've been listening elsewhere. We're welcoming everybody. So if you want to give us a shot, it's a fun place. Wiggy's funny. And if you don't like Wiggy, just keep listening because he won't shut up. <laughs> um, and uh, I was thinking about the amount of people in morning radio who are well-functioning adults. Mm. You could probably do. So just end it with radio. But like morning radio specifically, yeah. The only person I can think of is Mike Golick. He, he seems like a nice fellow. Well, you know, he got a good family, you know. But every single yeah, but other... not like Greeny torches him every week. I feel bad for the guy. Yeah, but he, I mean, Greeny's whatever. But I, I like Mike Golick, even though he went to Notre Dame, and uh, he seems like a good guy. I've met him a couple times. Well, it's also the morning is wearing on you because I tuned in this morning and it's got to the point where you're defending Belichick. I was like, what the hell is happening? I mean. You know things are bad when Curtis is now stumping for you. He's your last line of defense. But do you not agree with me that when you saw Oakland or whatever, Vegas, the Raiders, uh, celebrating in that fashion, beating a team as awful? They beat Danny DeVito, <laughs> and they lit victory cigars. He does good in those Jersey Mike ads. But the issue for me, first of all, Antonio Pierce played for Tom Coughlin, who is as big of a heart I anybody you know I mean Tom Coughlin God love you what you did at BC you know greatest coach in BC history Really Oh yeah Not even close Who's second Tom O'Brien Halfley playing today they're six, mean, going 6 and 3 Halfley may join the Cowboys <laughs> but um the uh well you just totally said oh the morning radio Yes and Belichick defense Oh sorry Belichick defense <laughs> I found it to be a really reprehensible act that you have these guys dunking on a coach they just got fired because they clearly have the talent and the ability to play better than they've been playing they withheld that ability in order to have a guy get punished who they didn't like mm-hmm. and then they beat a bad team and they celebrate and they are celebrated <laughs> that is so 
That's 2023 in a nutshell. Yeah, but it, and it is so vicious to fire a guy before you play the Giants because you know that is a built-in win the following week for whoever the new guy is. You get off to a great start, which is exactly the Patriots scenario after the bye week. Giants road trip soft Gerard Mayo launch. And, and I have felt that obviously it's never been Bill. Anybody who has a brain knows it's never been Bill. But if it, specifically J.C. Jackson and Jack Jones... Those two. The fact is that the thing of the week, like the uh, <clears throat> the big story of the week oh, in Boston sports, was it? And then it was <clears throat> furthered when J.C. Jackson was not going to uh, Frankfurt, and you have those two guys for separate reasons, but equally should be equally indebted to Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick and the defensive backs is a genius. Nineteen ninety six, he came with Parcells one year as the defensive backs coach when Kraft fell in love with him. He knows how to find, cultivate, develop, and and absolutely discover dominant and, and develop dominant secondary players. Those two are poster childs for that. And some linebackers. I mean, uh, defense in general. Although when those guys go elsewhere later, they're never the same. Right. But my my point is is that the the, the system works in the secondary, and Bill devised it. I give him all credit whether it was Butler or Asante Samuel or J.C. Jackson, Earthwind Moreland, you go up and down, they've won with them all. Steph Gilmore? Stephon Gilmore, but he was, he was already good with the Bills. But uh, either way, even though when the Patriots signed him, you and I were like, who's Steph Gilmore? <laughs> um, but the the way that they have behaved, Jack Jones, who could be out of the league if not for Bill, easily, right? The Patriots gave him a chance in the NFL when he was falling in the draft because of his issues in college. J.C. Jackson, thanks to this scheme, got over $40 million in guaranteed cash with the Chargers and was so bad the GM stood in front of the team and apologized <laughs> for signing him in the first place. It's amazing. I mean, And, and then they get here, and they arrive at these spots, and they wait for their coach to be as low as he can, and they just F with him. They don't show up on time. They don't answer the bell after the game. I find that behavior, to, if I'm having to pick between Bill Belichick and J.C. Jackson and Jack Jones, I'm on Belichick, 100%. Different, though, from benching, because this has been a year of benching and disciplines back to Pop Douglas and guys playing when we thought they should have been playing. But that's right. performance on the field. You're okay with that. Well, I did not agree with what he did with Pop Douglas, and I made that clear. I, I, I asked him about it. I said, how do you balance teaching a lesson versus winning a game? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think that that approach has not worked. But I also, if you're Bill Belichick, you think this is why you've been successful. Whether it is or not the reason, you've won at the level that Bill has, which has never been done in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And you don't think it was Tom. No. You these, don't think it was Robert. These are your core principles. These is what this is, you know, it'd be like asking uh uh Buffett to change his his, his investing, you know, strategy now that he's a, a 40 billionaire. <laughs> you just don't do that. And so this is how Belichick coaches, and if you don't think the team's heading in the right direction, then it's on Kraft to fire him. But whether it's been Kraft whispering to Jeff Howe, all the unnamed sourcing that's been out there, the Mac Jones leak on the day of the, the Cowboys game or the Raiders game, whatever day that was, it's just been subpar in Bush League. And so this week, in the aftermath of the Raiders game, I have found Bill Belichick to be a sympathetic figure. Because if they go to Germany wow. and they lose, I don't want to celebrate these guys when they come back and beat the Giants. That's losing mentality. If they fired Bill, which 
we don't think they will, right? But there's an outside chance. If it's going to happen in season, it would be after this game. It's not going to happen. Okay, I don't think so. But small chance. Uh, they get embarrassed. There's a blow-up. Uh, there's some kind of uh, ownership Belichick scuffle on the plane back. Not scuffle, but you know what I mean. Right. It, it really blows up. Here's the only way he gets fired. If it's a redo of the Bears game where he just pulls Mac at the least opportune time and right. something crazy happens. Yeah. Right. But you're probably right. And then he's an asset and he's worth something and they would probably trade him and graceful and all that. Right. But let's say it happened. Would it be J.C. Jackson and Gerard Mayo going Raiders, Antonio Pierce? Would they be dancing on his grave the same way they did McDaniels? Or? I, I cannot envision Gerard Mayo would do that. I can't either, and I still believe in him. By the way, the McDaniels stuff, although I agree with what you're saying, you know my plan was Mayo, McDaniels, Mac right. for 24. And you had, I, the, you I, had the Patriots of what, 10 wins? Uh, yeah, uh, 11, then I peeled it back to 10. Thank smart you. move. Oof, you would have looked bad. <laughs> so... McDaniel's though, God, what an! I don't think you can bring him back, even as a coordinator. I'm, I'm, I'm now starting to think he is just his reputation is gone in the league. But how many of these guys do you need to see fall squarely on their face before you say Bills are in the right for more time here? I mean, it is the system. It is recreated elsewhere. It's been done. It's not two or three times. We're talking about maybe a dozen, right? It's a, it's it's an amateur version of what Bill does here, and it doesn't work unless it's the authentic, real deal. Right, and the only reason why McVeigh's disciples have all found opportunities is because that system, whether it's with Stafford or with other players or the Shanahan system, it works. Yeah, it's transferable. Right, and it's because it's been adjusted to today's league. And what the key principle, and which well, this is why we go back to it, right or wrong. Bill had righted the ship. They had a bad year with Mac. I mean, sorry, they had a bad year with Cam. Yep. Mac Jones taken 15th overall, the best quarterback that rookie rookie year. They win 10 games. They go to the playoffs. They get their butt kicked. They had righted the ship. And the decision to do Patricia and Judge, it, it all the stuff on the field we can figure out later. It removed the buy-in from the most important player, which is what they had up until 2018, 2019 with Tom. Right. And the second your lead disciples do not spread the sermon, you are out of luck. And Bill Belichick has lost the room because of those decisions. And even though they took two offensive players in that draft, it was Cole Strange and Tyquan Thornton, who have not exactly been... I mean, you could say Cole Strange and Tyquan Thornton are the Nikhil Harry of Mac Jones. I mean, Strange is not that bad. He's, He's played. awful. He's awful. Not I, awful. He is. Look at PFF. He is awful. He's at least a replacement player. I wouldn't what? say awful yet. Like he, he plays. You could have got... Nikhil Harry is awful. With I that, know awful. With that pick... Cole Strange's pick would have been the centerpiece to acquire Tyreek Hill. Mm. Literally, that was the deal. That year, the Dolphins traded. 29th overall? They, well, were the Dolphins, I don't remember where they picked. I don't know. It's The Patriots' initial pick was, I, I have believe. have my draft value chart here. I'm not sure you're aware. They traded back with the Chiefs in that draft. Yeah. They were they <laughs> traded back. So they weren't 29. Remember? <laughs> I don't know. Because the Chiefs remember. took a cornerback. They traded up. The Patriots yes, yes. traded back. Then Patriots they took traded. a guard. Right. So the Patriots, instead of trading back for Cole Strange, could have used that trade with the Chiefs for Tyreek Hill. Eh, he's overrated. But think of how bad that is. That is so horrifically bad. <laughs> that is so bad. <laughs> By the way, I'm kidding, Joe. Braverman like had a heart attack when I said Tyreek Hill's overrated. Okay, so Belichick's over in Germany. <laughs> and he's had the... Uh, He's had a fun, jovial day or two with the uh, with the media. So he was asked yesterday about his future. 
And I do think this is interesting because I am now starting to go to side with people who believe he's not going anywhere. I he have is sticking around news another. Oh, you about do? his future from Gary Myers. Ooh. We can get to later. Oh, good. Maybe this clip uh, is hand in glove with that. Here's Bill answering that question. Hello, your career is really amazing. Uh, over 20 years of coaching or even more and winning all those trophies. Unfortunately, it's more you... than 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think in more than 24, too. And how do you motivate yourself at times like at the moment? Um... Yeah, I mean, I enjoy it. I all enjoy all aspects of it—the the preparation, the team building, the competitiveness on Sundays, the um, you know the guys that I work with, you know, the staff, the players. Um, you know, it's a great, great environment. Um, ownership, you know, and everybody works together and try to work toward a common goal, and um, you know, it's honestly it beats working. Thank you. I enjoy it. I think he's telling the truth. I mean, obviously, you can get up there and lie. That he still likes what he's doing, even at two and seven. He is not going anywhere. Well, I mean, it's and not, Kraft's not going to fire him. Ken, it's not going to be up to him. Kraft is not going to fire him. But your your premise is wrong. It, his opinion is not relevant yeah. to the situation. And I don't know that anybody will trade for him at but, this point. But but that doesn't make that that has nothing to do with what Kraft decides. You think Kraft would fire him? What whatever Kraft decides <laughs> to do will not be related to how Bill Belichick feels. It definitely will. Why? You don't think they care about? The manner of the exit, the the grace in which or lack thereof he is shuffled out of town. So Bill Belichick at 82, because he likes it, will just keep coaching? Not 82. No, it's a little Why? extreme. But they Why, signed is that ex- him, Why is well, that extreme? Well, they signed him to a deal. He, he signed it. for next year at how much? Lucrative long-term deal? $20 million. You know Kraft cares about the dollars. Okay? And that's a factor. And he is probably going to be back next year. But Bill, before, but do you the think Bill question, Belichick knows he's under contract next year? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, so do you think it would behoove him to say he hates what he does? That's authentic. I, I listen to that, and I think he really he, he enjoys it. He, talks to you, he enjoys talking to you on Mondays. This guy doesn't want to retire. Well, I, he, And he doesn't want – I don't think he'll accept the trade. I don't know. Maybe. Depends where. I mean, did Glenn want to retire? <laughs> I mean, certain things just happen. Uh, goat to goat, that's a good comp. comp. Um, but I want to hear that Gary Myers thing, and I do. I think that question you asked is a good one. Is Belichick a sympathetic figure, given everything that's gone on around him this year, or even this week? Right. Do, I, I would say today, have, who do you side with, the players or the coach? Right. And do you feel bad for the way Bill's been just generally treated in the region in terms of discussion, even if it's just sports talk radio or right. whatever? I, I think that there, he's earned enough to have players that will not sabotage him and lead to his firing. If he does get fired, it should be at the end of the year, and it shouldn't be a way to reward players that have been complacent all season. 617-779-7937. Ken and Curtis until 1130. BC football at that time. Here is Joe B. and what is trending. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Final injury report has been released as the Patriots and Colts get ready to t- battle it out in Germany. Trent Brown, J.C. Jackson, Devontae Parker, are, we already know, did not make the trip. Hence, they are all out. Jack Jones and Matthew Slater were added to the injury report after being limited yesterday. Those two are questionable, along with Christian Barmore, Juwan Bentley, Miles Bryant, Demario Douglas, Jonathan Jones, Vidarian Lowe, and Dietrich Wise. Just a side note, David Andrews did not practice yesterday for rest, but will be a full go for Sunday. On the other side for Indy, the league's second-leading tackler, Zaire Franklin, is questionable, along with receivers Josh Downs and Alec P. 
Pierce. Pats and Colts from Germany will kick off at 9.30 tomorrow morning. Celtics got back in the win column and knocked off the Nets 121-107 to to kick off their portion of the NBA's in-season tournament. Jalen Brown led all scorers with 28 points and talked after the game about how they're still working through some kinks with all the new pieces. It's a learning curve. We're still figuring stuff out. We're still building chemistry with one another. Still building trust for one another. As we study and watch and we improve, we learn to trust each other in certain moments and um, we prepare for that. We got a long season to go and it's all about just building trust and building chemistry out there. So I think that's the most important thing. Jason Tatum also contributed 23 points and 10 rebounds and Drew Holiday was one assist away from a triple-double. The Seas will be right back at it at the TD Garden tonight, taking on the Raptors' tip-off is set for 7 o'clock. In related news, former Celtics big man who's now with the Portland Trailblazers, Robert Williams, will be undergoing season-ending surgery on his right knee. The Bruins are back on the road for a rivalry matchup in Montreal against the Canadiens. Puck drop is set for tonight at 7 o'clock. And BC football is currently on a five-game winning streak. They'll look to make it six in a row today at home against Virginia Tech. As mentioned before, we'll have that game for you right here on 93.7 WEIFM with coverage starting at 11.30 following Ken and Curtis. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. J.C. Jackson isn't making the trip. Uh, Jack Jones uh, couldn't make curfew the other day. It seems like things are unraveling a little bit. So it seems to be, I, I think something cataclysmic is in play, I guess is how I would answer that. Yeah, I just don't think those would rise to the level of firing the greatest coach in NFL history in season. We're all living in America. America. Who is, who is this? Romstein? Oh, okay. It's one of the, it's a deep cut from Romstein. This is not Duhas, Curtis. But that, of course, was Tommy Curran from NBC Sports Boston and Jones and Mego. Curran doesn't think it'll happen. By the way, before we get to the Gary Myers intel, latest pro football talk story published this morning, and you know Florio's all about this drama. Mm-hmm. Is Sunday's game in Germany Bill Belichick's last stand with Patriots? He writes. And he writes this. This is a perfect was time. It, was it when you said custards last? <laughs> <laughs> Custers. Um, this is a perfect time for a struggling team to make an in-season change. The Patriots have their bye after the game in Germany, and a loss to the Colts, a franchise the Patriots still blame for Deflategate, would give Kraft even more to think about on the flight home from Frankfurt. Then he writes this. Wait, the Patriots, who didn't have Brady's back at all, still hold a, a, a vengeance against the Colts? Come on. It's a reach. That's a reach there, Mike. Firing Belichick during the season eliminates one important postseason option for Kraft. 
If the Patriots terminate Belichick's employment, Belichick can be traded as a practical matter to another team in January. Several teams could be interested. Rumors have persisted about the commanders. The Bucks are a possibility, too. Again, it only takes one owner to run the numbers to potential boost in relevance from hiring one of the greatest coaches in sports history. So I guess I need clarification on that. If they terminate him, they still own his rights to trade him in January? I have no... I want to text Mike. That might be uh, worth a text. Uh, he also, just want to f- follow up real quick, I know you teased the Gary Myers piece. Kraft would avoid responsibility for a buyout to Belichick if, do- if he did so. Several weeks ago, we talked about the lucrative uh, long-term contract uh, and possible message to the league at large, Belichick will finish the season and perhaps return for 2024. So I don't know. You, I guess you, you want to get that contract off your hands if you work out a trade. Seems to be what he's indicating. But if he's fired... Wouldn't they relinquish the rights? That's what I don't get. Maybe they still hold on to his rights until the end of the So they're just term. saying they would remove him from the sideline but remain keep him employed. Right, and still have the asset to be traded. Yeah, who the hell knows? I don't I mean I don't know how Mike Florio would know that. He's a lawyer. What does that have to do with anything? He's mentioned <laughs> So I don't know. What did Gary Myers write? All right. So Gary Myers speculating, not reporting. But a guy that covered Bill with the Giants has been, he did the Brady book, Daily News, longtime NFL writer, hopped on Twitter and said, if Belichick is out after the season and Robert Kraft looks to trade him, don't count out the Cowboys. He doubles down on our Cowboys talk that Jerry Jones would be ready to get rid of Mike McCarthy, assuming the Cowboys don't win the Super Bowl this year. And that, to me, remains the destination if it fails here. You have the quarterback. You have the owner who's horned up to win again. You have the coach that's horned up to win again. We're horned up. And you have the whole, and Bill Belichick would be a conquering football god in the mecca of football, Dallas, Texas, returning and helping this once great franchise where his old buddy Jimmy Johnson was unceremoniously fired 30, 40 years ago. He gets to take them back to the top in a Taj Mahal like the Raiders, and he wins the Super Bowl. Plus, he'll be on Fox, Brady calling the games, bingo, bango. It's a great point. No matter what, if you're going to trade Bill in the offseason, you've got to wait to see Dallas's implosion. That's your leverage. And ele- I mean, does anybody doubt it will happen? No. And San Diego, I guess. San Diego. Uh, Chargers. LA Chargers. Yeah, but I I've heard enough people. I even think Fourier might have said this, but um, Bill's not going to the West Coast. He loves it here. He loves the I mean the Eastern Seaboard. Bill's doing. I'm not sure if you're following the news. Bill's doing some odd things lately. Uh, yeah, but I don't think that was in LA. Um, and I mean, God knows, maybe he'd go to LA. Who knows? But I I just I, I you know hop on the on the Gulf Stream. You're what three and a half hours away from Nantucket and Dallas. I think he would go anywhere his kids could follow. And he could totally implement his plan. I don't know. The Cowboys don't like nepotism. I know they don't. They don't. <laughs> I'm not sure they would welcome Stephen Bryan in. Um, uh, it's it is interesting. And you know what's bleak? It's that you're now starting four years later. I, it's, well, that's why Mayo is the clear in-house candidate because they would feel like they're not starting over. They are. I mean, they don't have a quarterback. They have an awful offensive line. They have no skill position players. The defensive players don't listen to the coach. They're getting suspended. I mean, you have Jelani Tavai. You'd have a high draft pick in tow. Okay. So I, you're not starting at zero. Yeah. You're starting with Mac, who's at least backup capable, and a top-flight quarterback potential. Okay. Which is another thing of the week, which is bizarre. You 
submarining the idea of the next great quarterback coming in as like a top five or top ten pick. It's a right. weird week for Curtis. Well, Defending Bill and saying basically don't draft a quarterback high in this draft, which is like I'm no draft uh, Nick. I'm no Shime. I'm no college uh, guru of the All-22. But uh, Joe B., isn't this like a historic year for quarterback crop coming out? Uh, it's probably one of the deepest fields in, in recent memory. One of the deepest fields in recent memory, so says Joe Braver. What, what, I'm not a draft what, expert uh, either. Don't what, believe in what, me. What was the most recent, widely heralded, deep quarterback draft class? I'll tell you. It was the one where Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence were all drafted. <laughs> it was only because it was Lawrence and he was way overrated. He's way, have you seen the the Jaguars this year? Yeah, they're mid. Ken, you've been wrong. Six about, and two doesn't sound mid to me. You've been wrong about every single. Okay, let's wait till the season ends. I'm right about the uh, Chargers boy. I'm trying to find Herbert. I'm going back. The last top five quarterback that was drafted <laughs> and won a Super Bowl with the team that drafted him. It's got to be Peyton Manning. Yeah, but Burrow, he was top five, right? Oh, I guess Eli Manning. Eli Manning is the last quarterback that was taken in the top five that won a Super Bowl with the team that drafted him. But wasn't he drafted by the Chargers and it was a trade? Yeah, technically. Okay, so then it was Peyton Manning. (laughs) Okay, but that doesn't mean the rest of them stunk. But think of that. You're going back to what was Manning was drafted in 99 out of Tennessee? Mm. I believe it was the 90s. It was the late 90s. I know. (laughs) 98. I don't know. Yes. And then who won the who won the national championship? What quarterback won it the next year with Tennessee? Don't know. T. Martin. T. Martin. Uh nineteen ninety eight NFL draft was the last time a quarterback was taken in the top five and went on to win a Super Bowl with the team that drafted him. You were talking about twenty five years, a quarter century, a generation. Since somebody was taken in the top five as a quarterback and they won a Super Bowl with the team they were drafted by. So I knowing that and knowing the amount of absolute needs this team has, I don't know if I'm willing to bet on Caleb Williams or Drake May. I you, okay. you might be better served getting Marvin Harrison Jr. or uh you know, all time left tackle or Lando Well, well Pace let's type. go back two years. Burrow goes first, Tua goes fifth. Those guys haven't won a Super Bowl, but do you think Cincinnati and Miami feel pretty good about having selected those two guys? Of course. I'm not saying the teams haven't been happy with players they've gotten. I just think that that is a noteworthy statistic. Yeah, well, there's... And Herbert was in there, too. He was, like, right after Tua. Yeah, or before six, so we're talking top six. five. Got to draw the line at five, Joe, okay. for, the, for this argument. But, I mean, so uh, what, what would you say? Just, well, just... Mahomes was 10th. I mean, right. so... And Hurts went when? Jalen Hurts was a second-round Second-round 45th or something like that? Yeah. So... Pretty good draft class. Deep draft class in 2020. Three of those guys are really good right now. I mean, I hear what you're saying. It's it's. What would you say the odds are? 50%? But would he, let's look at those teams, okay? But I'd take a 50% chance to get the next great one. I think Joe Burrow, when it comes to style of play, is most Brady-like, which is as high a compliment I can give anyone. He has two top 15 receivers. And he has a great young offensive mind in Zach Taylor. You have Jamar Chase, who was, what, a fourth pick in the draft? after The year after Burrow went number one, where he tore his ACL, and they got the top five pick again, and they have T. Higgins. Look at what Tua has. Right. So, so you just, you last, uh, if you're just joining us, Curtis was schooling me on the Tyreek Hill, Cole Strange, 29th pick, part of a package that was five picks or something to traded for Tyreek Hill. It's easier to trade for a top-flight receiver than it is to find the next great quarterback. 
But what I'm saying is I don't believe Tua is the next great quarterback unless you have those players. Okay. So it's not both. You can do one or the other. Well, you could do both. You could draft your quarterback and trade for Justin Jefferson. This was your plan last week. Right. But here's the concern. You're now four years in. How long of a runway will Gerard Mayo or Bill O'Brien or name the random we don't know yet as mm-hmm. the next head coach of the Patriots, how long will they have? Right. And look at this past year. Bryce Young went number one. C.J. Stroud went number two. C.J. Stroud looks like the guy, and the Panthers are about to fire their coach again and be back at the drawing board. So look at the Cardinals. They had back-to-back years with top five picks. They, I mean – You are on that roller coaster. It's very hard to get off of it. Well, that gets back to Belichick every time because people don't trust his drafting. And there was some report, I forget who reported this week, was it Breer, that Bill doesn't want any part of drafting another young quarterback. Which, I don't know if it's true. It it wouldn't surprise me. Would it surprise you that Bill says, I am not doing it again? I'm not taking another Mac Jones. Well, you said that it was Kraft who took Mac, right? Right. And so that would mean that Bill has never wanted to take a quarterback in the first round. Right. So if if you keep Bill... For, he, you might as well go with your plan, although I don't see him taking a receiver in the top five either. I mean, your your best hope is he takes a you tackle. You can't keep Bill next year. Can you? I don't think so. So, I mean, you can't but, keep doing the same think, thing. But he wants to stay. It's very sticky. Kraft is going to have to man up. How is it sticky? Nobody Bill wants him Bill doesn't want to leave. Okay, but do the fans and want And Kraft paid him a lot of money, and that means something to Kraft. Kraft. I don't give a damn. He's worth $11 billion. I don't give a damn well, about he Kraft. he does. You can say that, but you know it matters to Kraft. Does, does what people think of it think of Robert Kraft matter to him? Uh, yes, but does it equal to the money? Uh, I mean... He... You saw that clip of Kraft in the booth. That might have been actually the best, biggest, best thing of the week. Jonathan and Robert and the, the lip reading. I don't Robert... know why that's such a big story. How do you not know the team isn't good enough? Well, no, but it, it's, it's the dichotomy of the two. Robert is sitting there, whatever he's saying... He is still hyper-focused on the team. He still believes they have a chance. He's saying something to Jonathan, like, what about this play, or I can't believe the official job this, or what? He, he's making some kind of an excuse for the team. He's in. And then Jonathan's like, Robert, why are you even bothering? This team sucks. I've checked out on this team weeks ago. It's, so, it, so it's like Robert still cares so much about this team. He still, at that moment, believes in Bill and the team on the field. He doesn't. Uh, yes, how, he did. That's what, what that. That's about? what that showed. You think Robert Kraft thinks this is a good team? He was obviously agonizing over minutia, which led Jonathan to say, "Robert, just stop. This team sucks. It's not good enough." Hey, I don't know what this means. Robert Kraft doesn't know that the team sucks. Robert Kraft is still believing that this team currently had a chance to turn it around last week. Well, of course they had a chance to win the game. I mean, they had the ball down three with. A minute to go. And if he believes that, that means he believes in Bill to some extent, or he's still hoping that Bill turns it around, which means he's not totally out on Belichick. I I think he's a... Then why is he leaking all these things? I don't know. That's... Ken, they're done with each other. Like, just accept it. I don't know. That clip showed me that maybe they're not. Joe, do you have that cut I was talking to you about? Let me know if you do. So, over the weekend, last Sunday, to be exact, we had the... Weekly Fox um, uh, uh, make good to the Crafts because Robert Kraft is the chair of the broadcast committee in the NFL. Uh, do you have that joke? You texted, by the way, right after this happened. I know, I know this as it happened live. <laughs> this is what Robert Kraft cares about. This is why this is so enraging to me because if you are like I'm sure many people driving around on a nice chilly Saturday in November. 
enraged by the product, the last thing you give a damn about is the size and scope of the video board or the view from a lighthouse that's not on the water. Here is what it sounded like on Fox last Sunday. Jumbotron in the United States. 22,000 square foot video board on the north end. Yes, largest in the U.S. Second down and four. Gets it. And picks up a first. Stadium lighthouse, 218 feet above the stadium. Guys, it's not really a lighthouse, but that's what they call it. What a view. You can see the practice facility and the practice field in the background. A great view of this stadium. You can see downtown Boston, Foxborough. I mean, this facility is so beautiful. And what they've been able to do around here, Whoa. it's just a great view anywhere that you are. <laughs> what are you supposed to do if you're Fox, though? I mean, the game is mud. You've got to talk about something. You might as well. You know, I'm sure if you're aware of this, I went to City Field this summer, and the jumbotron there was magnificent. I sat there and watched it the entire game. What I love that question. What do you want them to do? I don't know. Don't wax poetic about a downtown that doesn't exist. <laughs> downtown Foxborough. You can see it from up on the roof. It sounds on, like Sarah Palin saying she can see Russia from her house. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, what a horrible, pathetic. I know. I. I I know uh, Kenny Albert didn't exactly earn his spot in the broadcast world, but you can have a scintilla, scintilla of credibility and not go wax poetic about the effing jumbotron. But guess who told them all that? They began the cut. Don't need to worry about this, Joe. They begin the cut saying, oh, Robert and Jonathan take such great care of us. We had dinner Friday night, and they were showing us the video board. been enjoying this matchup, and Robert Kraft has always been very hospitable to us. Friday interviews, he does a great job setting the stage for us, and the interviews with Bill Belichick. It's a very well-run organization. It is not a well-run organization. <laughs> it is a horribly run organization right now. What's well run about the Patriots? God, did Vilma drop the ball? Literally on the final drop the ball. That, I mean, oh, that was a horrible key call. moment of the game. Mac puts it on the hands, and the guy's ripping Mac Jones to shreds. And you know what's interesting is I thought they did a phenomenal job. They were the ones with the Raiders lateral from Jacoby Myers, mm. the fail Mary. Yep. And I thought they were great. They let it breathe. That was such a shocking play, and most broadcasters, broadcasters would try and interrupt it. And they just, it was this stunned silence, silence and then... Yes, that last uh, Sunday game, they were awful, cringeworthy. But back to my point, I think I've hit on something here. That was that that shot of the booth of Robert and Jonathan is proof that Robert is not ready to fire Bill, and I'm not sure he will be. You think he would pull the trigger? 100%. You do, because he's leaking stuff. Okay, can I tell you the latest and greatest reason why? What we saw but haven't discussed because it's none of our business from the head coach that was on social media and all these other places. It's none of my business. It's his life. I'm not judging anything about him, honestly. Whatever. I, nothing to do with me. The fact that Pat McAfee on ESPN is talking, speculating, going back and forth about how he looks, his stomach, his attire, uh, uh, all this stuff, and then they tweet it out in real time. I sent that to the group. I said, this stunning. is... Shocking. I worked at ESPN in Bristol. I've dealt with the Patriots here. They are great people to deal with, but they know who to call when you're talking about something that is not um, satisfactory. Yeah, but when you're in Europe, don't you need those special cards to get your phone to work? Like maybe they were trying to call Jimmy Pitaro and it wasn't going through. I don't know if you know this. I lived in Europe in 1998. We had phones that worked. So my guess is 25 years later, there's a Vodafone you can hop on. 
and that existing, the put it this way, the crafts could have removed that conver- conversation. They could have stopped it. And that is a, I'm sorry, that's a big tell. For the same reason Jonathan Vilma was gushing over a video board. Maybe Bill wants it out there. It makes him look good to me. Makes him look more relatable. Hey, when you think we should talk about it on Monday? Let's go to uh, Polly and Denim real quick. Good morning, Polly. How are you? Hey, good morning, man. The only thing that could save Bill Belichick now is Tom Brady, the guy that ran him out. That's the only way Kraft would keep him back here. He says, listen, Bob, I'm going to bring back Tom Brady. But that's not why I called. Um, the reason, reason why I called is you could have best of both worlds with Belichick in terms of what, what his situation. You get him assigned, so you don't fire him. You tell him you got to go upstairs uh, to, to uh, for the, uh, do the Ernie, Ernie Adams role. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. <laughs> Uh, uh, we have an award for Brady. the dumbest ideas. Speaking of Brady. Yeah, he's going to go sit up and hop on the splitter and let you know which play <laughs> to freaking review and uh, challenge. I thought it was a good outside-the-box thought, Polly. I'm sorry, Mike. My, <laughs> my co-host is a little abrasive. What? What did you think about Brady closing TB12? What a sad day. Can't take it here in the Northeast. Didn't like the weather. There are a lot of things that are sad about the Patriots. Tom Brady's store <laughs> closing is not in the top 100. Do you think Kraft would actually push Belichick out the door, firing or trade, this week or in the offseason? 617-779-793. And would you fire Bill and put him as the get-back guy on the sideline? <laughs> Just said, don't force the issue, Mac Jones. You only needed about 10 yards. There was no need to throw this football into this traffic. He had been doing well the whole drive. Oh, right off the hands of Juju Smith-Schuster. Like that, that's such a hard catch for the receiver. You don't need to make that throw. <laughs> uh, Vilma Fox. Oh, I thought Gresh was going to go up and beat him up. <laughs> he's still on Mac Island. I am too. I, I think he's uh, capable, but God, this season is just making everything seem tough to defend. And tough to engage with. It is this simple, and I apologize if it if it sounds trite, but it's true. If you have a quarterback, everything is possible. If you don't, everything has to be perfect. And it's that simple. In today's NFL, you can win without one, mm-hmm. but you need a top three defense. You need an offense that doesn't turn the ball over, and you need to be disciplined. And the, that game... They, it just, it, I don't know why, but I guess the, I know why. But the, the sight of both Schooler and Joe Judge <laughs> losing their minds on the sideline right, right. after Mac Every Wilson. Every shot of Joe Judge is just infuriating. You know, Mac Wilson's off uh, lines up in the neutral zone. Mm-hmm. I mean, who the hell knows if or he was or, or whatever? Or, like whatever, I don't know. They called it right, and. It's a penalty that is as backbreaking when it comes to, you know, that's a D Ford esque penalty in the regular season. Right. But the D Ford wasn't, it was, it, D Ford didn't know they were going to intercept the pass. Right. In this case, you literally wait, you see the ball being snapped. You're not doing a punt block. Right. You just stand your ground, try and hold up the defender from coming down, you know, the guy in the line across from you from coming down, whatever. But they were probably going to fair catch it anyway. Yep. To do that in that moment and then. For the coaches, you know. To not blame the player. To not blame the player, but to blame the referee for calling the offside. Right. It was just that encapsulated. And Bill even, like, ripped the refs with you guys on Monday a little bit. But that's, 
that's what tells you that it's no longer Belichick as usual. This is a new side. They are nervous. They know they're not doing their job. When you're comfortable and confident in what you're doing, you, Bill did it, said it a thousand times. Do business as business is being done. That's what he said the entirety of the dynasty. If they're going to call holding, don't hold. If they're not, hold. That whole, you know, when the Colts change the rules, change the personnel. And you're so right. They got the the gift of the roughing the passer penalty, which was totally ridiculous. One of the worst. I mean, absolute uh, gift. Almost every roughing the passer penalty is bad. And believe me, Tom benefited greatly from it. Yeah. I have never seen one where the ball is jarred loose and then he lands. Like, what? I, that was as bad as I've ever seen it, to be honest. And then they only get a field goal out of it. Right. That was the only three points they scored in the second half. But you believe Kraft is at the brink and he would make a change. I, I think that the shutout at home to the Saints was the final straw. 617-779-7937. 617 texture. Elgard, seven from the Twitch chat, actually. Wouldn't be crazy if Bill leaves and takes Mac with him. I think it would be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, a lot of things would be crazy. I don't see, I don't see Mac in his camp following Bill. Uh, 413 texture. Belichick seems like a lot like the Brad Stevens situation. Struggled in the standings and in the locker room with the players. They moved him upstairs. That's like the Polly suggestion. You move right. him up into the upper reaches of the organization. Maybe he could replace Rook and do the play-by-play. I mean, the voiceover at Gillette Stadium. <laughs> Why is Rook struggling? I have, no, I have nothing to do with that. Let's Just, go uh, to uh, what do you think? What's Bill's future here? And and is there a chance if it's going to happen in the middle of the season? This is the week, right? Right. It could be a Black Monday. We're looking at two days away, possibly from the end of the Belichick. Who are we interviewing Monday morning? Yeah, it could be Mayo. Joe Judge. Uh, Mayo Monday. Let's go. Oh, let's say that. Oh, you versus Judge. That should be good radio. Uh, oh, Jim in the car. Anymore. Hello, Jim. <laughs> it's Tim. Tim, Tim, oh. sorry, Tim. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, yeah, I I think Belichick's on his way out sooner than later. Uh, I've been th- with a couple of big companies that right before they do layoffs or lay off a VP or something, it's like the mafia. They're your best friends right before they kill you. Hmm. So I think he's on his way out. Because who who's being kind to him? Uh, Robert. Robert's leaking good things about him. They gave him a big contract extension. Uh, I think uh, he's not living up to it, and he's about to be done. Well, Curtis doesn't believe that was leaked by the Crafts. I kind of postulated that, but no. most people believe that's Bill and Burge getting their side of it out. Yeah, and I, I would say that um, it would be very... Uh, I. I, I Here's why I don't believe it will be in season. The amount of dirt that those two, Kraft and Bill, have on one another is, I am sure, more than any of them would bear if any of it became public. And so you need to have a divorce with those two where there is an understanding, an acceptance, and a handshake agreement that we will do whatever we can to enhance your image apart. And so if you fire a guy in some, you know, angry post-game, you know, Wiener schnitzel spread tomorrow <laughs> before you hop on Lufthansa back to Providence. Nice job. Then you're going to have a really ugly scene. You need to have the time and space to do whatever you can to massage it where Kraft sits in front of the media and doesn't say something through an intermediary and says that what this person did here 
over these 20 years will never be duplicated. Well, they have a full week to do that. I, I'm telling you, Ken, the the cost-benefit analysis of firing Bill tomorrow if they lose versus the end of the season is almost entirely on the cost. You, the you also probably would – well, the benefit is you get Mayo in before the Giants. <clears throat> so if Mayo's the guy you believe in, Ken, and, that, you, and by all reports they do believe in him, you get a win in New York and get him off on a great start, and then you get the crowd on his side, and when they come back, who do they play after the Giants? Well, what about Monday night against the Chiefs? Who's going to be coaching that one at uh, Gillette Stadium? Chargers. You get the Chargers back here at 1 o'clock at Gillette. You get your pants. And people are reinvigorated, baby. Oh, they're back in. Can I have to tell like you? Three and eight. Unlike you, I, I think highly of our audience. And uh, if they beat Danny DeVito Jr., <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a huge parade. And I don't think anybody in Vegas a year from now is going to be remembering Antonio Pierce's beating of the Giants either. Can you, If you get a divorce. Do you think Antonio Pierce is going to be the coach of the Giants? I mean, of the uh, Raiders next year? Yes or no? My gut says no. Okay, so then who the hell cares about it? Uh, but you believe, but Mayo's legit. Like you don't believe, you believe no, he's I, a legit candidate but in the eyes of the You're talking about something that's superfluous to the situation. <clears throat> who cares who they beat the Giants in Week One? When you get a divorce, do people do NDAs? Can that happen? Like where you are? I'm per- sure if forbidden? you're in Hollywood. So Kraft and Bill would be negotiating fine details of what they can and can't say about the other. <laughs> Do you think that there will not be an army of attorneys at those meetings? <laughs> I mean, talk about billable hours. That's Holy a full cow. Off season there, Retainer. Baby. All right, more of your calls on this. Would Kraft actually move on from Bill in season or shortly thereafter? 617-779-7937. Greg had me sign an NDA the other day. Your guy, Harbaugh, got suspended, we think. It might be adjuncted. Is he going to coach today against Penn State or no? They're waiting for an emergency adjunction. I wish we cared about college football because that story is so fascinating. It's wild, and he could be coming here in a couple months. Yes? I, I, I would say it is It is far more likely that Jim Harbaugh is here than Bill Belichick is next season. Plus their quarterback, if you believe Orlowski. I, J.J. McCarthy is Matt Barkley reincarnated. Yeah, but he knows Harbaugh. That'd be the package deal. Be so a decent place to Brady start. Brady knows Harbaugh. Should he come back too? Yes, he probably should. Uh, I want to talk about that. I also think we need to get to the sound of the week, which was Celtics-related. because I, it Oh, was, Missoula, it, it was fa- Oh, my God, was it good. What a loser. It was fascinating. And Breslow. Breslow is hot on the no, Otani trail. I am not doing yes, Breslow. Yes, at some point we'll get some Breslow talk. No. Ken and Curtis I on leave. this Veterans Day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.